You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Hey everyone, Kevin here asking you to head over to our Patreon and check it out. Enjoy benefits like exclusive content, merch discounts, and behind the scenes looks at all things Rare Drop. Go to patreon.com slash raredrop to become a member today. And thank you so much to our current patrons who helped make this show possible. Dave the New Nerd, Neil Anderson, Jack DeVille, Philip Snyder, Jedi Chappie, Paul Marzik, Aether Mana, Respect KS, PD Club, wow dad, Justin McMahon, Stephen Purd, Matt LaRue, and all of the other patrons. Thank you so much. Explore epic sagas with Rare Drop Roleplay. Recap the latest in sports with Overplayed. Unleash your inner hero on comics. Dive into a galaxy far, far away through Star Wars and Scotch. And pick the brains of industry experts on Broman Podcast. Whatever you're looking for, Rare Drop Entertainment has you covered. Check out our full lineup at raredrop.co. Here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Broman Podcast, episode 138. Uh, very excited to be back. We had a long break after GCX, uh, but we are returning. And wouldn't you know it, we're going to keep talking about charity. Uh, today, I am joined by Kristen Harrington, the senior fundraiser at New Story Charity, who uh, coincidentally, and you don't know this podcast listeners, because this is the first time you're going to hear it. Uh, I will be fundraising for them from the 16th to the 22nd of this month, which is August. So uh, please tune in for that. I have a lot of really fun stuff planned that you'll be seeing on Twitter soon. So tune in. Um, But that's enough about me. Uh, Welcome, Kristen. How are you today? Thank you, Professor Broman, a.k.a. Ben, a.k.a. (laughs) The great, I mean, this has been so much fun to get to know you. And so what an honor it is to be here and an even greater honor for you to be fundraising for a new story during black homelessness. Oh, that's, I was, I was not, thank you. (laughs) I appreciate that. Um, So we, you know, just to bring everyone up to speed, because it's a fun story. uh, New story charity is a charity that I found on Twitter, like Back in 2018, and I got super amped because I was like, these people are like ending homelessness and they're like 3D printing houses and they're doing all this other cool stuff. Um, And so I was like, I'm going to reach out. But I was still like uh, not as confident as I am right now. So I just like sent one email and I was like, I hope that was okay." Uh, And uh, like I was bothering somebody. And and so, uh, yeah, like obviously I got lost uh, because it was just one email and a pile of tons of interest that was probably coming in at the time. And then. Uh, news story tweeted something about gaming and I was like, now's my chance. Uh, and I tweeted and I said, Oh, Hey, new story. Uh, me and everybody at this reggae station, uh, not my, at not rare drop. Cause I was typing too fast in the morning and I had blurry eyes. I was like, Hey, everybody at this reggae station in Jamaica would love to work with you. We do great work together. Uh, somehow, uh, Kristen decided it was a good idea to email that guy back. Uh, and, <laughs> and so we set up our first oh. meeting. It was great. It was so serendipitous because I was brand new to New Story at the time. And I came in saying, we have to be in the gaming space, right? At, mm. at, as a nonprofit professional, I was I kept hearing stories of some of the greatest nonprofits in the world starting to get into the gaming space. And so it was the perfect time for you to hop into our, our Twitter because you made my case a whole lot heavier with your expertise for sure. Well, that was that's wonderful. Um, Man, I'm out of practice on this, so I'm just trying to get back in the flow. So in the the way we like to kick it off, if you're tuning in for the first time, which I hope many of you are, is, uh, you know, Kristen, 
has is an incredibly accomplished fundraiser is working now at new story charity but there was a lot before that so i'm super curious you know what what in in life led you from you know you know i'm i'm looking for a job or i'm just getting started to you know now i'm a senior fundraiser at new story charity and like what what was that like and along the way if you could give some advice for folks that might be seeking to do the same thing well it was a journey. And I'll tell you the, the big joke in nonprofit fundraising is we like to ask each other, how'd you fall into nonprofit <laughs> fundraising? Because I don't know a single person that's in this space that, that started their, you know, they've dreamt of their career saying, I want to be a nonprofit fundraiser, but it is the most rewarding, uh, most exciting career that you can be in, in my opinion. Uh, actually started my career in broadcast journalism in uh, production for a major network in sports. And I thought that that's where I was going to be forever. I said to myself, I spent so long in school learning how to produce segments and edit segments and uh, learn the tips and tricks of being on camera. Why would I not use my, my major? So I was in broadcast journalism for quite a few years. And in the meantime, I was volunteering with every organization that would take me. I would spend my weekends doing um, uh, 5Ks and helping uh, pack meals for families. And I kept finding myself in these situations where I was serving others. And so one day I had this moment where I said, maybe there's something to this. I actually, I lost my dad to cancer in 2012. He was a physician and he led a life of service. And so I'd watch my my mom and my dad, both in the medical field, always give back. And I've always had this passion to do more for others, but I thought, I've come so far in my journey in sports broadcasting, sports journalism. Why would I pivot my life and do something radically different? But then one day I woke up and I did. And mm. I left the network and I started uh, with a smaller nonprofit in healthcare that led me to a national nonprofit in healthcare. And then I found New Story. And New Story is an organization that is so innovative and so unique and so creative that it truly is a fundraiser's dream because sky's the limit. And uh, I know we'll be talking more about what New Story does and and all of the great stuff that we have coming um, in the future, but it has been a wild ride to get here. But one of those things where if you you ride the wave long enough, you end up in the place that you're supposed to be. And I definitely know that my life was supposed to be in nonprofit fundraising. That's an incredible story. Um, like probably that's, a lot. You're probably like, no, I was taking notes. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's really interesting that you talked about, uh, you know, the question of the nonprofit space is how did you fall into this? Because I mean, even, even for us and what we're doing that, like, that's how it started for us. Like we were at a bar and we were talking about like, wow, we have all this attention from this other event. And then I was like, oh, what if we did a charity thing? And then that turned into all of this. Uh, and it was it's it is it's really interesting because it's not it's not an industry that seems super obvious. But once you think about it, you're like, oh, my God, like this is everywhere. Like charity fundraising is is everywhere. And you have the opportunities to work for some of the most, you know, profoundly impactful charities on the world. You know, that like the Fortune 500 list of these charities that have accomplished these incredibly historical goals. Um, and it really is 
it's funny that everybody just sort of ends up there, you know, if it's, if it's their, if it's their calling or if they have, and I'm super interested if they have, you know, uh, you mentioned that your family had a really high level of like service. Was that, was that, uh, something that you were brought up with this, this like sense of duty? Yeah, absolutely. And I'll tell you, it was, it started off with my dad and my mom always encouraging us to do something with others. Uh, I think you're, you're a product of your surroundings. So when you have a family that's saying, Hey, I know that you could be spending your Saturday sitting on the couch, but we would much rather you go to the hospital and read to some kids. Mm. Um, you definitely start to build this lifestyle, which is, uh, revolving around service. And so I loved the feeling of being able to give back. And, um, I knew that just spending a few moments with someone and it's going to have a radical impact on their life in some way. And so when it comes to my position at new story, I know that working hard is going to lead to impacting families for generations. And so it really doesn't feel like a job. It feels like I get to, I have the honor of being able to serve families and work with families and become a part of a community of people that are like-minded and and mission focused on solving a huge problem and doing it in a way that's just building community. Yeah. I, I think (laughs) that the first, the first time that that we had, uh, uh, a meeting you mentioned that it was you mentioned that phrase building community and it was it's so interesting because that's what everyone is doing in the gaming space everyone's constantly building a community around social media or any of the other things that they're producing um but in this sense it's unique because you are doing that but you're also physically building a community in an area that is that is in need and so that's actually the the whole sky's the limit thing was something that really drew me to your charity to begin with because anybody who's innovative enough to think like oh like if we drive housing costs or production costs down by you know automating the 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 process of building the home um these are going to be some really forward-thinking people and it was like really incredible when we finally got to talk about how new story can can come and be a part of the gaming space because you you do so many things right that i think could potentially be pitfalls in solving a very complex problem. Um, and that's that's something that I really think that New Story does well. So to, to phrase that up for folks who might not be familiar with the, all of the many facets of, of homelessness or housing insecurity, the issue is, is if you're going into another environment or another culture or another country, they are going to have a specific way that things need to be done to be compatible with their their environment and their culture and the way that they live their life. And if you don't take those things into consideration and like, let's say you take like a a little like copy paste uh, neighborhood from, you know, around where I live, it's not going to it might at best it might be neutrally helpful. But uh, most often projects like that can sometimes end up being harmful uh, over the long term. And so I would love for you to discuss and to just let folks know about how you go about approaching that very unique problem that that building housing over, you know, any amount of distance across any amount of cultures uh, presents? Yes. And it's such a good question. And it's really where New Story is probably the most unique. Our mission is to pioneer solutions to end global homelessness. And we know the word solutions is is vast because 
it's not just building. It's not just uh, in raising funds. It's really, it's multifaceted. Mm -hmm. And every part of us building all of these solutions and innovation and technology and funding development, it all goes towards impacting our families in a huge way. So what New Story does that is probably my most favorite part of our organization is we ask the questions. We bring families to the table. This program is called our Lean Participatory Design, where we get to sit down with our families and discuss what are their needs, what is going to create a sustainable lifestyle and home for the families that we're supporting. So we have families of many different sizes, come from many different places, have uh, parts of their life that are more meaningful than others person that loves to cook. I'm not very good at it, but I love it. And so I knew when I was buying my new house this year, I need a really big kitchen. I wanted to be able to entertain, have family over, be able to cook uh, some mediocre food, my husband will say. But <laughs> I love that New Story does something very similar to that, where we ask those hard questions. What mm. does your family want? What's the need? What can we do to better your life for the next 10 years? And we, we know that by asking those questions and providing solutions mm. that support those needs, that's when life trajectory changes. And that's when we see the greatest amount of sustainability is when we just ask. It's, uh, and I think it's, it's, uh, it's incredible that it's so, it feels so simple. It's such a simple step to, to pause and ask. Um, and yet it is often overlooked. Um, and that, and that's, that's in a lot of, um, any sort of charity or nonprofit service. Like if you're not asking, you might be meeting a need that isn't actually there. Uh, I, my background growing up, I was very involved in service. My parents were quite religious. So we were always going around and, and trying to help people and do things. And sometimes we made some really positive impacts in people's lives. Uh, and other times, uh, you know, you go back and you think like, I'm not really sure that that was helpful uh, because there wasn't a moment in time where someone was asking the you know communities we were being involved with, like, does this help? It's just, you know, you you have the idea of helpfulness and you just engage in that. So I Absolutely. yeah. And, and it's it's so I just wanted to say, like, for people who are listening and this is kind of your first time, it is hard to express uh, if you're not familiar with the space, how incredibly well uh, New Story approaches this issue, um, you know, because coming from my background before even streaming and and looking at inequity and inequality in the city where I was born and raised, St. Louis, Missouri, um, there were so many issues associated with housing and and everything else that comes out of that. Uh, and it wasn't until I kind of grew up and I started looking back at the way where I was raised and I said, oh, my God, like so many of these places that I did, I spent time working with, we were we weren't actually meeting needs. And thankfully, like by the time I started leaving, the, the city was growing and adapting and getting a little better at that. But it is so incredibly important now when when you're dealing with such, you know, powerful things as somebody's home and like empowering them by giving them a place of residence it has to be done correctly. And New Story really thinks about that. And if you can't and tell, I'm a big fan of the charity. If you couldn't tell and you're and listening. Fact, I, love, <laughs> I love that we keep talking about community because mm -hmm. community is a huge piece of success when it comes to our community and our builds. When yeah. we build a community, imagine being an outsider coming into a community and, and saying, hey, here's how I think everything should be done. Our lane participatory design program 
asks our families those questions, but we also partner with local nonprofits and even local labor to build the communities, plan the communities, strategize what best practices need to be done. Imagine me going to St. Louis and say, Ben, this is the best barbecue place in St. Louis. They're going to be like, you're not from here. You have no idea. <laughs> right. So, so in, when we enter into these countries and communities and regions, we always ask the questions of what the needs are, but we always make sure we have a clear understanding of culture and uh, what the community loves and, and how we can best fit that entire region. So it's just intentionality. I think that's what New Story does really well is we're intentional and we're authentic. I completely agree. Uh, so, so what is so? If you could walk us through what is like, what sort of questions and what sort of parts of family life are you like? You mentioned cooking, but are there are there other things that would be like, oh wow, like we were really surprised to learn here. We need to focus on this. Absolutely, one of my favorite statistics that we've been pulling in data from families moving into homes is how many families once they receive safe, adequate shelter. Mm. want to create a small business. They are people that showcase their goods. They are masters of a lot of things. And what we've been able to do in providing safe shelter for them to focus on everything else other than just living in survival mode is they now get to think of what's the next step. So hmm. we see families that ask for a shop window to be put into their home in the design. So we have uh, families and, and uh, individuals that have moved into the homes like Patricia in uh, Mexico who said, I want to shop windows so I can be able to sell goods. She actually used to cook for mm. all of our local laboring uh, laborers that were in the communities. Oh, wow. So she would provide all of these meals for folks as they were building these homes. And her food was so incredible that she said, I want to continue to sell this. And everyone was loving it and asking for more. So she created, we created a shop window uh, in the front of her home. So she's able to sell goods directly from her kitchen. And it's increased her personal income up to 68%. That's a radical life change for <laughs> someone who said, I'm really good at something. I mm. want you all to support what I'm really good at. And I mean, our data is, this is my favorite part of my job is I get to watch these families just thrive. So that's, you, you mentioned, you know, getting, getting families out of survival mode, um, which is a huge thing. Uh, the economic, the, like the, the economic impact is, I think that's some, something that's, that's tangible, right? Like that story is incredible. Learning that, oh, wow, like while you're having these discussions, people are th thinking about the next step and they're asking like can we have these things and y'all are like oh yeah of course not a problem at all but uh, <laughs> but what what is what is getting a family out of survival mode like what are the direct benefits you know um oh. you know what are the locations in their life because I, I think that that is something that is it is really hard to rein that in mentally because we're you know if you're listening to this podcast there's a high likelihood you, you probably have a decent place to sleep tonight um but when you live with that all the time, it's hard to understand how having it impacts your life. So what are the, the, big, the, big, the big things? There's a lot of big things. <laughs> you know, safe shelter impacts every aspect of someone's life. What probably is most shocking to me is, think about this, Ben. Every night when you, before you go to sleep, what do you do? You probably lock your doors. Mm. And you uh, maybe watch a TV show or, or eat a late night snack and before you go to bed and you know that you're going to bed safe and secure. For a lot of our families, in receiving a home, this is the very first time that they're going to have a front door with a lock. 
And so for uh, for the heads of households, which are typically the, the men of the family, this is the first time that they get to go to bed and know that they can properly protect their family. Something that small and so simple that we often take for granted is life-changing for our for our families. And so what uh, that's just one, you know, one aspect of giving someone a home and and then also being able to have better sleep and and uh, better wellness, uh, uh, better health. It all everything starts from being able to have safe shelter that keeps you dry and healthy and safe. Um, so really home is the is the starting point of a complete life trajectory change. Yeah, it's it is. It... <laughs> you ran me through all of the different points uh, in one of our meetings. Like it's this, this, and this, and it is it is truly incredible um, that that so much can so much value can come out of like investing in people and giving them safe shelter um, that makes sense in the context of how they live. So now let's actually let's do the thing because I said three D printing in the beginning, and somebody is listening and they're like, talk about it. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, so I would love, I would love for you to kind of give an introduction about, you know, how, how do you, how are you all using 3d printing? How has that driven costs down for you? And like, maybe like, what's the particular, uh, usual cost of, of putting up a 3d printed home in one of these communities? 3D printing is probably our sexiest innovation, right? Yes. Everyone loves the 3d printing because it's so new. And uh, we love it because it provides an opportunity for us to build homes with high quality, high speed, incredibly efficient, effective, uh, and at low cost. So 3D printing is typically anywhere between 10 and 20,000 per home, depending on the size of the home, um, how, how uh, big the foundation needs to be to be able to support the structure. And our incredible 3D printing partners, Icon, out of Austin, Texas, have done an amazing job of innovating a brand new innovation. So we know 3D printing right now that has happened for us in Nacajuca, Mexico, our very first 3D printed community and the world's first 3D printed community is going to be just the first step in us using this innovation long-term. So we see opportunities for 3D printing to expand while also focusing on a lot of other innovations, something really cool that we're doing right now that can probably partner really well with our 3D printing in the future is a cool roof system. Mm. Something as simple as putting paint on a roof that has cooling technology is lowering the temperature inside these homes up to 10 degrees. And so that in Mexico, when you have the sweltering heat is life changing mm. and then incremental design, another amazing innovation that we have creates an opportunity for families to build out their homes as they grow. So how bad would you want to be able to know what walls to move, what places to knock down, how to be able to turn your skylight into a second story? That's incremental design. And we give the opportunity for families to continue to grow with their homes so that we go back to these communities 10, 15, 20 years later and see grandchildren and great-grandchildren living in the same structures that were presented to their family a decade ago. And they're and they're empowered to just like, oh, well, you know, if you want to grow, if you want to build a second story, like they got the blueprints. Or... I'll tell you, Ben, the coolest feedback that we've received from families is the focus on dignity and empowerment. We are talking about some of the boldest, most creative, innovative families that just have been a part of really tough situations. 
And so when we show a family that a skylight can turn into a staircase that goes up to a second story and they get to have new rooms and new space for living, they're well, they welcome it. They're excited mm. about it. Um, and so that's been really cool to see how we can start to plant the dream of what their family looks like a decade from now. That's that is truly incredible. Um, the paint, the, the, the paint is genius. Um, so super. Yeah. And yeah. so simple. It's just like little touches like that really like make a lot of it. When you add up all the small things, it turns into something that's brand new, which is really, yeah. really super incredible. So you, you, the 3d printing is the sexy stuff, right? So what sexy. are the other kind of innovations that you all are driving in order to make, you know, all those obviously like you're just putting up your first 3d printed community. So there's been other projects clearly. So what kind of things are you doing on those sites and, and the places where you're putting up homes and, uh, you know, like how was that approach? What sort of improvements were made there? For 3d printing, we are always testing higher speeds, lower cost, higher quality. Mm. So it might mean as we're building in different parts of the world, maybe different, textiles or different materials being used to uh, to create uh, the building materials. We also want to look at sizes of homes, shapes of homes. Um, we want to make sure that these are sustainable solutions for these families to live in. Um, and uh, you also hear my dogs playing in the background. Um, <laughs> That's great. I'm sure Pepper is like, it's a bit stormy today. I'm sure Pepper is going to like come knocking on my door and I'm going to have to like run over there. Yes, everyone's used the, to it. It's all it's been quarantined for so long. Uh, but for for three D printing, mm. really, we're at phase one. We mm. have uh, we have a great partner in Icon that will continue to innovate. And then in the community, we're also testing other innovations, brand new, some that we might tease out during Black homelessness. So maybe it's a good opportunity for everyone to tune mm -hmm. in. Yes, um, throughout all of the streams that are going to be happening over the next couple of months, but really we are always looking for two things we're looking for new opportunity to impact parts of the world that are in need of adequate housing and we're also looking for innovative partners to come on board and be on this journey with us so i used to when i came on to new story i was like oh, 3d printing is incredible but when you look at what we've been able to do as an organization in the last five years and 3D printing is a part of that. Can you imagine what we're able to say 20 years from now? Mm. If 3D printing was a part of our five-year plan, I can't even begin to fathom what's a part of the 20-year plan for New Story. That's really, uh, that's, that's uh, well, that got me really excited. Uh, the, the, <laughs> the, you, you, may, you made mention of, you know, incremental improvement that they can do on the homes, but I, I find it interesting that it's also incremental improvement on, the uh, you know technological products work that way as well so as you were mentioning the 3d printer being able to use alternate materials or produce materials on site everything driving the cost down as it gets more efficient which we're all used to that right like i have a five-year-old laptop and for the first time uh, i booted it up and i was like oh man I'm, i was uh new world came out chat if you were enjoying that game and uh and i was part of this activation on twitch when I, mean, I needed to play like a whole bunch support my team i was like oh, i'll just boot it up on my couch like i'll do these <laughs> i'll do my whatever but no like my, it's officially so old that it was like nah bro like this is not happening i will cook your lap so <laughs> like i uh because 
you know, graphics cards move up so quickly that, you know, so, like I was like, oh, this laptop will run games forever. Because when I got it, it was imaginary. It was like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. And I am really excited to see the innovation that's going to be driven in the 3D printing space. Because when, you know, everything that changes that makes it more efficient impacts the rest of the system and it grows really, really quickly. Are there, you know, are, do you have like benchmarks or things that you're looking for when it comes to the 3D printing? Like we're really trying to get like we want to be able to print five houses a day. Like, is there a pie in the sky dream for it right now? Lower cost, always. Always we lower know cost. That <laughs> the cost of homes is going to equate to more homes being built. Mm. And so I don't know about you, Ben, but I have a hard time getting rid of old technologies. Like I have a, a MacBook that's probably from college. What is that? Like a bajillion years old. And um, so we know, but I know that in, oh, you're going to, you're going to get the five-year-old I computer. Have my, like, uh, no, this is like, this is my Super it's Nintendo. It's like Final Fantasy. Like this is like, uh, what's this copyright? Better. Yeah. Like, yeah, I keep my old tech. I love it, but it's the same, you know, I, I saved all of my old iPhones, which is, I don't know if that makes me kind of a hoarder or what, but I thought how fun would it be to look back with my kids one day at how big the iPhone was and how small it went and how big it went again. <laughs> 3D printing is the same way. We mm. went from the very first cell phone was held in a bag, right? You'd see all these working professionals walking down Wall Street with a bag. Oh, for yeah. their phone. <laughs> And now we can hold it in the palm of our hand, right? So that is how 3D printing is expecting to be innovated as we're just going mm. to continue to make it better. And what's exciting is we also want to create 3D printing that is easy for local laborers to be able to utilize and um, for 3D printing to become one of those things where we're talking about traditionally built eco block homes and 3D printing, like both of them are <laughs> Can, can be popped up um, at any given time. So mm. I know that News Story is going to continue to uh, send uh, out messages and communication on, on what's happening in the 3D printing space because we too are very excited to see what mm. 3D printing looks like in the future. Yeah, that's, that is, yeah, okay, I understand. I was hoping to give everybody on the podcast like, ooh, but they're, they're playing, ooh. they're like, secret. Um, you know, it's going to get better. And it's going to be awesome, like a bag cell phone turning into a, a tiny. I just imagine like Iron Man suit slowly turning into like his wristwatch type thing. Right, right. Well, that's 20 years from now, right? You just pull up and you like throw a suitcase down and it's like, I'll build you a house in two days. It's fine. <laughs> it would be How amazing. Cool. How cool would that be? And having a multitude of 3D printers where we're doing multiple homes at once. And the thing is, is everything costs money. So mm. our goal is just to keep raising funds, to be able to keep innovating, keep uh, uh, getting closer to perfecting innovation or, or making it better, I think is a better, it's progress over perfection yeah. is something that we always say. If we have a progressive way of being able to innovate, I think, I mean, whatever everyone's dreaming as they're listening to this, it's possible. We, and I think New Story will definitely be an organization that's testing all the limits on it. Um. I'm stoked. Uh, you, <laughs> I really am. I, I actually wanted to ask follow-up questions because you, you were obviously talking about fundraising. You're a senior fundraiser. Something that makes uh, New Story Charity very interesting to me is you have a really amazing transparency model when it comes to donations. And uh, I don't believe I'm misquoting the webpage when I say that you know 100% of the donations that you receive go towards building homes. 
Correct. Um, so I'm going to need you to explain for all the people how that works, because most folks are going to see that and go, oh, I'm sure there's a catch. I'm so, sure. Right. Yeah. I love talking about this because you watch everyone's face go, oh, I'm sure to like, whoa, that's pretty neat. Mm. Uh New Story has two different bank accounts. We have an incredible group of donors, these in, incredibly generous visionaries that we call the builders. The builders are our donors that are funding research, development, innovation, operations. They are the ones that are uh, donating to the vision of New Story, continuously innovating to be able to solve one of the world's biggest problems. Because of that group of donors, we have the opportunity to make every donation that comes in 100% promised to homes. Uh, so it's it's amazing to know that if you give a dollar, that entire dollar is going to changing a family's life. And so it transparency is something that uh, our founding team was really passionate about. Because oftentimes when you give to nonprofits, sometimes you don't know how much of that donation is actually going to impact. So for us to be able to simplify that message, make it very clear that 100% of your donation is going to go to that, I think it's one of those opportunities that you don't see often, and it's really exciting for us because then I get to share impact in a really bold way. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's really exciting to, you know, be able to tell folks like $100 does this, and it's like 100, like all $100 are going to that. Like there's no, like all of, like you said, two bank accounts, uh, you know, all the administration is taken care of with the other bank account, which is just, again, very innovative way to approach transparency. It's like the so if you're different. looking for a keyword for this podcast, it's going to be innovation. Um, innovation. How many times have we said innovative? Way too so many. <laughs> no, I'm not serious at all. A drinking game. Oh my god. Yes. Uh, if yeah, from now on, drink every. No, please don't. Um. So so what? You know when when we're talking about charities, we're talking about impact. Um, and you've mentioned you have a global impact there's a global goal here what when you are when you're looking let's say over the next year two years of what is happening for you all where like where are the places that you're looking into operating and, and maybe even get into a little bit about how you you're selecting some of these places to go in and and you know build homes this is a super simplified answer because right. new story, uh, we found a pocket of the world that needs the most innovation the fastest, and that's Mexico. Mm. We have seen that Mexico is a location that oftentimes doesn't see the same technology that other parts of the world see. So our, we have a focus on Mexico and really Central and South America over the next 10 years. But what we're really great at is finding other parts of the world that need our support. If it's not building, something that New Story does really, really well that's also makes us a unique organization is we share data, innovation, technology, resources, research with any aligned mission, any aligned organization that has mm. the same passion of eradicating global homelessness. And so we might not be building homes in communities that folks are passionate about, but there's a great chance that we've been able to impact that part of the world mm. through sharing some data and being a partner in the space and uh, I love the fact that we get to be thought partners with other organizations that are in this with us. So that's incredible. Uh, there are not a lot of uh, organizations that freely share research like that. Um, 
do you did you like i guess from an organizational level is that just like this is serving the greatest good so we want to make sure we're like we're figuring it out so everyone should have it or like what's the what were the choices behind that there's 1.6 billion people living without adequate housing around the world. Mm. And so we know that News Story is not going to be the only organization that combats this problem because 1.6 billion is a lot of people. Lot of so we know we create a team that's like-minded in solving this problem. That's the best way to be able to solve it. And everyone has a has a skill. I think, mm -hmm. you know, if you like I said I'm my skill is not cooking. Um but I would say maybe my skills relationship building, right? If I'm really good at building relationships and someone else is really good at at creating an Excel document and someone else is really great at actually building the structure, if you bring everyone together, we're going to get to our goal a whole lot faster. So we believe that partnering with people in the space is the only way to be able to get to the end of this problem in the fastest amount of time. That's that's really cool. I love I love freely sharing information. Like it feels like feels like the right thing to do. And so uh, that was new for me, or I forgot it because you all do so many amazing things. It's hard to keep track of all of them. You uh, you mentioned something earlier, and I just wanted to ask about it. What is an eco block? Oh, eco or echo blocks, depending on what part of the world that you're in, okay. is a another innovation that creates um, a cinder block type material okay. that is made from Adobe. So it's locally sourced materials that you press in this eco block press and out comes a cinder block looking block. Mm -hmm. Hold on, these dogs, Ben. Oh, it's all wild. good. <laughs> it's all good. Um, you think all of the bones and all of the stuff uh, are sufficient. Um, so let's try that again. So our eco block is a cinder block like material that uh, is pressed with an eco block press. So we take locally sourced materials, Adobe, and we put it into this press and we press it down uh, using a lot of force, and out comes something that is. I would say even stronger than a cinder block. We'll have to get our impact team to give me the exact specifications ah. on how, but it is a, it's an eco-friendly mm -hmm. material that has been used in our traditionally built homes since our, since our founding. So it's been exciting to see that we've taken innovation yeah. and traditional building techniques and be able to merge into a beautifully married uh, opportunity to create homes. And the greatest thing about our EcoBlock Press is that there, uh, you can press up to 2,500 blocks a day, which is the equivalent to two homes. Oh, so wow. our team on the ground is able to produce two homes a day. So that, that is... Wild. That is impressive. You know, there's yes. I uh, I live in Florida, so there's a lot of home building that was happening, uh, you know, before everything slowed down. Uh, yeah. And there is uh, like a, a cinder block site like down the street from my house. And that place is running like 24 seven. And it is it was like constantly there was always just like mounds of cinder blocks like out front and to take uh, traditional or non-traditional materials and put it in that shape, I think that that, that in and of itself is innovation uh, because people, you know, a lot of times when folks come in to solve a problem, they're like, oh, well, like this is the most efficient way to do it with the technology that we have. And so it's this new shape and you're going to have to deal with it. Uh, but that's not what 
like you said, like you're hiring local laborers, you're working with people who are traditionally skilled craftsmen in building homes. So you can't hand them like asymmetrical materials or something that doesn't make sense. But if you give the if you give somebody, oh, this is a cinder block, it's just made with different stuff. Everyone knows how to build with that. And I think that's genius. And the coolest part about that is that we get our, we train local labor teams to be able to to create these blocks and build these homes. So we're also being able to uh, to build on economic relief too. Mm. We're seeing that a lot of families in these communities come from a construction background. So the fact that we're able to say, help build this community um, mm. that some of them might be living in is really special. And uh, it's just been awesome. I mean, something as, as simple as creating this cool roofing system or something as complex as our 3d printing it all goes towards the bottom line which is to create better quality higher uh, uh lower cost higher speed innovative solutions and i mean it's i'm i'm still blown away by the work that new story does i uh bring in the dollars but our impact team i mm. mean they're they're incredible in the way that they think through what is the next opportunity for us to change a whole lot of lives. That is, that is so cool. So I want to make sure that we cover this uh, while you're here because it would sort of be a mistake not to. Uh, but New Story Charity just launched their global gaming initiative. So I was wondering if you might be interested in talking about that. I probably talk about this all at all times of every day. Ben, the team knows every detail about everything that we're doing because I'm so excited about it. So yes, this is New Story's very first look into an, a community that's so aligned. The synergy between the gaming community and New Story is unreal, right? You're looking at creativity, innovation, opportunity, and people that are just really generous. Mm -hmm. I have never met a community that is so geared towards changing the world and doing that as a community of people that I have in the gaming space. So, I mean, it's, this is a dream come true for me. And I know a dream come true for new story block. Homelessness is our first look into this awesome community. It is going to be an initiative where we are asking content creators to make their own impact in social global change. And so we are really providing the creativity for streamers of all kinds um, to be able to come on board and support New Story and impact families that are in need of adequate housing. We are having a, a very focused event on August 19th, Flock Homelessness, that is going to be an incredible opportunity from for folks to get a little bit more information on who New Story is, how we are innovating, vision into the future, but over the next couple of months, up until October 15th, you have the opportunity to join us in raising funds on your own. So it really is a call to all people that want to make uh, impact in, in social global housing. And Rare Job, you guys have been unreal. Ben, you're oh, like thanks. the greatest friend New Story has. And, uh, <laughs> And it's just been so much fun. So I am I am on a mission to be able to make friends with a whole lot of content creators over the next couple of months and really show them, even folks that have, are brand new in the fundraising space, how, how easy Tiltify is, how incredible their streams can be, and how change can happen mm. at a dollar fundraised. Uh, so that's, it's exciting for yeah. us. I am, uh, I'm, I'm very happy that we got to be a, a small part of you all 
getting entered into the space. Um, like like I mentioned, I'm I'm fundraising. But if you want to fundraise for New Story Charity, you can go to their Tiltify page. You can start a campaign. It's fantastic. Uh, I love the. Um, I'm actually going to bring it up right now because I loved your little blurb that Tiltify had for you. I love it. Or that you all wrote. Um, but it's it's really uh, I think as as uh, streamers, I think that it's easy for us to assume that like, oh, well, everybody knows how to operate in gaming or like, you know, if they uh, I, I think at this point, gaming is uh, such a big field that now most people kind of feel like, oh, well, if they wanted to be here, they would be. Um, but at the same time, I, I think that our space can be really intimidating for some charities, uh, especially if you're used to operating with traditional media and coming in and seeing like, oh, well, they need what? Like, <laughs> wait, how much of this stuff? Like, what is what are the, what are what's an alert? Um, and so, you know, I, it's it's really exciting to see new charities entering into the space. Um, and if you if you're a broadcaster and you're out there and you're like listening and you maybe have a charity of choice or you have uh, someone that you want to work with, don't make the assumption that because they're not they're not in the space that they don't want to be there. Um, even local charities. I we had a fun meeting with a local charity today that might be interested in in bringing more of their stuff online. So I would encourage you as a broadcaster to you know seek out your favorite charity and maybe find if find out if you know they'd let you fundraise for them. Or uh, and I think this is probably much better. You should fundraise with me for a new story because it's going to be awesome and we're going to build like so many homes it's going to be it's going to be awesome also if you're listening and i'm going to say this because the podcast people won't hear it any other way uh the charity stream we have a bunch of donation incentives and you monsters decided that you wanted me to do a hot tub stream so uh if we raise fifty thousand dollars you'll get that uh so <laughs> tune in uh and you know help make that happen that's uh that's my shameless plug for that and i know you love to embarrass me so have fun chat um, and the swim trunks and I mean oh, we're yeah. gonna come up with some other crazy stuff for you. Oh ben. I've got no I've got uh we're I've also set up a calendar. So we're gonna be doing uh all twelve months they'll be able to unlock uh we're just gonna tell you all the incentives at this point, chat. Um and <laughs> the perfect time, you know, this new story has this saying when we first started our mission um to pioneer solutions to end global homelessness, taking on the world's largest problem, we have the saying it's crazy until it's not. So mm. the folks that are listening that say nonprofit fundraising for, for a charity stream is crazy. I'm not going to be good at it. Try it. Try it. And yeah. I think at the end of the day, you're going to realize it's an incredible way to, to build community within your community. But it's also just a whole lot of fun. And if anyone has questions on how to get started or what they want to do or how they want to do it, then you know this. I'm always available. <laughs> yes yeah Kristen is definitely available the folks at new story are super super friendly and nice and amazing to work with so you know if you want to reach out and learn literally anything they are so happy to talk about what they're doing uh because like how can you not be uh <laughs> so when when uh I'm, I'm gonna like try and bring this all back together uh so new story charity you're pioneering new inver- you're pioneering new uh methods in solving the entire complex global problem of homelessness um people can donate all of their money is going to go directly towards helping build homes and i think that that's the that's the thing for me if you're listening that's what i want you to take away from this i 
I personally in my life experienced uh, a lot of housing insecurity and I experienced plenty of uh, plenty of months where I was pretty sure like uh, at the end of the month, I'm not going to be asleep in my house, um, you know, both when I was growing up and as an adult. And it is really, really uh, difficult to describe how profound having consistent housing makes you feel. Um, you know, I never I never experienced being without a home, but being close constantly the state of fear that you're living in is really surreal. Um, and it's, it's difficult to imagine feeling that way. So if you, uh, and I, I know if you're listening, you've probably heard broadcaster. If this is something that's affected your life, um, you know, we, we do, we look through a lot of charities <laughs> at, at rare drop. And, um, this is a problem that's always been really close to my heart and it's been difficult to find a charity that we felt like matched up with all of the necessary things for you. Wonderful internet people, international impact, really clean quality score when it comes to like how they spend their money um, and a long-term mission that isn't focused on just right now, but the future, you know, that's the, those are the kind of charities that really work in the gaming space. So, you know, you could consider this my, my plea to at least check them out. Uh, because if you're looking to make an impact for someone else in an area that that was, you know, in in serious detriment or need in your life previously, you're going to be hard pressed to try and find anyone better. Uh, so that's that's my that's my elevator pitch. If you're thinking about fundraising oh, yeah. for New Story. Um, that was awesome. So I want to go I want to get back to one more question about your job, your role specifically. So if, if you're a senior fundraiser for an organization, right? Well, we'll put a nice little informational cherry on the top of the podcast. If you're, if you're a, if you're a senior fundraiser for uh, an organization, like what is that role and responsibility? Like, how does that shake out? How is that defined for you? That is an incredible question. And because yeah. being a senior fundraiser really gives you the creativity to be innovative when it comes to funding. I am so lucky to be led by a team at New Story that pretty much says creativity is key. So like in creating a gaming division and, and being able to uh, create these really cool events in, in these new uh, communities of people, it's all coming from a thought of, of this is a group that could have a major impact, has amazing opportunity, and a group of people that we just want to get to know. Um, so for all of the other folks around the world that say, being a senior fundraiser sounds like something that I want to do, really the key to success is just being creative and making sure that um, you always keep to a bold vision. I am never a person that would dream small. So to have such a vague title uh, is a benefit to me because I get to have my hand in a lot of different things and, and meet a lot of really great people like you all. And um, it's just been, it's a ton of fun. I think if I, I like to say I'm a little bit of sales and a little bit of relationship building and a little bit of vision and a little bit of strategy. It's like a smorgasbord of all of the great stuff that um, all come together beautifully and create impact. Yeah. That is, uh, that is awesome. So if you're looking for, if you're a, you know, if you're a streamer and you're used to being really creative and doing all sorts of stuff, apparently, uh, if you want to have like a smorgasbord of creativity at your fingertips, think about, think about going into fundraising. Apparently it's, uh, like feels like a good match. Yes. And new stories always hiring. We're growing so fast. So continue to check out the new story website and <laughs> 
what positions are open for you to take a look at that was a good plug for our hiring team that was yeah, pretty that, good yeah there you go now you have that you have that for forever um <laughs> forever Kristen, thank you so much for for taking time uh, to to sit down and chat with me today. We covered a lot of ground. This is definitely a really information dense. Uh, if you if you're interested in this chat uh, chat, so much streaming. I told you I was out of practice. Everyone listening, um, if if you're interested in learning more, if you're interested in getting involved, New Story Charity is uh, you know obviously available for you. I'm I am ecstatic to be working with you and to be fundraising for you finally after working so hard to, to make it happen um, yes i'm stoked but on the way out uh, i always like to give my give our i'm by myself uh give <laughs> give the guests on the podcast uh, a chance to just sort of plug whatever sort of things they've got going on if if you want to so the floor is yours and you know whatever you'd like to talk about go ahead and then i will take us on out so we'll spend the next hour and a half talking about all of the things that okay. I want to know. Uh, <laughs> really, I just encourage everyone to check out New Story. I think the greatest thing in being a part of this new community is not just the funds that are going to be raised and the lives that are going to be impacted, but the advocacy that's going to happen for a brand new group of people that probably don't know us yet. I love talking about New Story and people saying who, and then once they take a look at what we do and who we are and our vision for the future, it's really exciting. So I encourage everyone that's listening today to take a look, www.newstorycharity.org. Uh, look at our videos. We have an incredible brand team. And if you're feeling compelled to do so, join our block homelessness event. It is going to be awesome. Ben's going to get in a hot tub and we're going to have a lot of other content creators doing some crazy stuff to raise funds for families that are in need of some help right now. So I'm really excited about it and I cannot wait to meet everyone. That's my goal is to meet everyone in the gaming space. Everyone. Every single person. And she means it. So, you know, uh, <laughs> Follow the Twitter at is right there. So follow a follow Kristen. Give you know, she wants to meet everyone. So say hi. <laughs> so yes, say hi. Please. And uh, please. and for me, chat. Thank you so much for listening. You know me. I'm Professor Broman everywhere. You can find me with Google. Uh, but I'm again so thankful to Kristen for joining us on the podcast today. As always, if you want to rate or subscribe to the podcast, you can. Uh, but the most important thing for me is that if this made you think of anybody, please share it with them. That's more important to me than anything else. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for watching, if you're watching right now. And we will talk to you again next time. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks, all.